Welcome to episode 83 of the Girl About the Globe podcast. In this episode, I cover 10 ways on how to be a conscious traveller. If you're looking to make more of an impact on your travels this year, maybe you're confused about how to do it, or you don't even know what making an impact really means when you travel, this episode is for you. Stay tuned. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveller. Empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. It really feels as though 2022 is the year that travel is finally coming back. After the last two years of just constant uncertainty and ever-changing travel restrictions, there's finally some hope on the horizon. But before we throw ourselves back out there and experience the world of solo travel, I believe it's an opportunity for us to rethink the way that we travel and interact with the world. It's a chance to make more of a positive impact. So whether that means travelling to an emerging destination that needs our tourism, becoming more culturally and environmentally sensitive, and ensuring that our dollars, pounds or euros go back into the community of the country that we visit and benefits the local people instead of the large corporate companies. It's an ideal time to really get travel right and learn how to be a better traveller. If you want to make more of an impact on your travels this year, but you're a bit confused, I'm just going to run through some super easy ways of how to be a conscious traveller in 2022. The first one is all to do with volunteering. It may sound like a great thing to do, and you do need to make sure that you volunteer for an ethical company and also avoid orphanages. You could be doing more harm than good. Having attended a talk on the impact of volunteering in an orphanage by Next Generation Nepal, I discovered that children can suffer from a psychological detachment disorder and apparently they struggle to form relationships later on. I'm kind of guilty of this because I previously volunteered in an orphanage in Kenya and I later questioned the positive impact if I'd even made any. So instead of volunteering this way, you can help support organisations that work with the families of orphanages. Some organisations, especially those in Cambodia, it's meant to be very bad for it, use volunteering as a way of making money instead of helping the community. Children within the orphanage may not even be orphans. Their families might have sold them into the orphanage to make money for tourists wanting to go there to volunteer. So make sure that you choose for an ethical company. And there is a link on the Girl About the Globe website under volunteerism. Second step is to reduce your footprint. This is a tough one because some may argue that we shouldn't even be travelling at all. But tourism is a billion dollar industry and there are so many people that depend on us travelling for their livelihoods. I do think that if we travel right and we're able to funnel the money back into the local communities, travel really can benefit people. Also, airlines such as EasyJet are working on new ways to help reduce their carbon footprint. As a consumer, we can offset our carbon footprint for any flights that we take. I do do this. It can be hard to reduce travelling, especially if we're going to meet friends or family in a different country. But we can make an impact by offsetting any journeys that we take, whether that's on a plane, bus or even a car. An easy way to reduce your footprint is to consider overland travel instead, which I absolutely love and I do as much as possible. Using public transport is recommended, so you could use local buses because they're going in that direction anyway, 
or carpooling services instead of taxis. So the good company called Blah Blah Car, where you can put in where you want to go from and where you're going to, and then it tells you if anybody else is driving that route for you to join them. If you can cycle, then even better, but you know, sometimes that's just not possible. Or you can just take a walking tour in a city and walk around and get your bearings. If we do have to fly, we can make more of an impact by offsetting any journeys that we take. The carbon footprint calculator works out the impact of your journey. So example, a flight from London to Barcelona is 0.36 metric tonnes. To offset it, I'm then able to choose to plant trees to help the cost or help reforestation in Kenya or help community projects. And it's really easy to use. The third tip is taking ethical photos of people and children. It can be quite challenging when you travel. When I used to travel with a proper camera, children would just automatically be curious about it and want to pose to have their photos taken. Even now when I'm traveling with the phone, they'll just come up to me and they'd say, take a picture of me or picture, picture. If you are taking a photo of a local, then it is common etiquette to ask their permission first. If you then show them the photo, you'll often see their face light up as it may be the first time they've ever seen a photograph of themselves. People are humans and happily snapping them when you're on a tour, especially if it's a township tour, is not an ethical way to be. So make sure you have the permission of a tribesman that you want to photograph. Also on this subject, if you are approached by a child begging, try to refrain from giving them money or gifts. Sometimes these children are taken out of school and any money that you give them encourages them away from their education. They may have been put on the streets by their parents to beg to get more money. Instead, support community-led projects, which helps street kids. Fourth tip, elephants and wildlife. We all want to see an elephant when we travel, especially if we've never seen one in the world before. I'm really ashamed to say that I rode an elephant in Thailand nearly... 20 years ago when I was unaware of the impact and how the elephants were being treated to make them interact with humans. Definitely do not recommend elephant riding now. Luckily we have so much more awareness nowadays and people are more discouraged from harmful elephant rides. As an alternative to this, especially if you're visiting Asia such as Thailand or Cambodia or Laos, you can visit an elephant sanctuary and see the elephants bathing and doing things that elephants should be doing. This also applies to staged animal and sea life shows. Please avoid anything that an animal is doing which is not natural and watch them in their natural habitat instead. The fifth tip is the obvious one, reducing plastic. According to Greenpeace, it's estimated that up to 12 million metric tons of plastic everything from plastic bottles and bags to microbeads, end up in our oceans every year. That's a truckload of trash every minute. Reducing your plastic consumption can sometimes be easier to manage when you're at home because then you can just drink the tap water and recycle any plastic. But travelling to a third world country especially, where tap water is impossible to consume and they don't recycle is even more challenging. I've been to Nepal and India where they just throw their water bottles out of the window from the buses over the side of the mountains. Some destinations, I believe Rwanda has banned plastic bags and Santorini in Greece also have a plastic policy. So destinations are starting to become a little bit more eco and try to reduce our plastic consumption. One really good tip is to take a water filter flask with you on your travels. 
There are some really good portable ones out there. I use Water2Go, which gets rid of 99.9% of germs and bacteria. And you can also find filter straws, such as Life Straw, which helps clean the water and makes it safe to drink. So that reduces the number of plastic bottles that you need to buy. You can also get bamboo cutlery sets on the market and reusable cups. I take my own cutlery with me. I travel with a spork that doubles up as a spoon and a fork. And I also have a collapsible cup, which helps reduce my plastic consumption. There is an article on the blog of sustainable travel products. The sixth tip is to be mindful of what you buy. It's easy to pick up a pretty souvenir as a memento of your trip and not think twice about where it actually comes from. I am guilty of this in the past. Try to avoid buying anything that looks as though it's made from threatened or endangered species, including coral and other marine life. Rhino horns as well. You may get some kind of souvenirs made out of rhino horns. Don't buy any fake goods such as imitation Gucci handbags, which you can buy in Barcelona, and instead try and buy souvenirs direct from artisans. You just look for an artisan market wherever you're travelling to. The seventh tip is to help the local community. And one easy way to help the communities that you visit is by finding social impact projects. There are so many great organisations making a positive social impact on their communities such as restaurants that help feed the homeless or accommodations that support their local schools. Not only do you get to support a local's business, but you can help the vulnerable people in their community too. You can search for social impact programs in the country that you're going to, or just Google something simple such as cafes giving back. On the Girl About the Globe blog, under the majority of the solo travel destination guides, there are also social impact projects to help you know which cafes and restaurants to go to that then funnel money back into the local community. The eighth tip is to report anything suspicious. It's an industry that's quite difficult to comprehend, but there are 47 million people estimated who are human trafficked every single year. It's really difficult to even think about, but that's why human trafficking awareness is so important, especially when we travel. And I think when we travel alone, we're even more inclined to look around and be aware of our surroundings Our senses are so much more heightened and our instinct is so much greater. So we notice things that just don't feel right. There's a statistic that 20 to 25% of people who have travelled have witnessed a potential situation where a child was at risk. Only 4% of them reported it. One way to combat this is if we are staying at a hotel and we see a young girl with an older man, for example, and it doesn't feel right, it really is best to report it to the hotel reception. You could make such a difference to that girl's life. And there is an article about human trafficking on the blog as well. The ninth tip is not to be judgmental and respect the people and the culture. Sometimes travel can be frustrating, especially when things go wrong or we experience some cultural challenges, especially in third world countries. Being hassled, things not running on time, lack of professionalism and unnecessary bureaucracy are some of the cons of travelling. When things don't go your way or when the locals have a laid-back attitude, when you really needed the answers yesterday, it can be hard to put it down to cultural differences when it's affecting our trip. And it's times like these when we need to remember why we travel, which usually is to experience another country, another culture and its people. We all have the same basic human needs, shelter, food and love, no matter where we are in the world. And it's just our societal norms or conditioning that moulds us. So reading up about cultural norms before we go 
can help us to have a more comfortable trip. We travel the world to be a better person, so aim not to judge how others choose to live their lives. Accepting things and being open to any experience, whether we perceive it as good or bad, will really impact your trip and the people that you meet along the way. And I really recommend culture guides before going on a trip. And the final tip is to embrace every moment. Life slips by so quickly that it's so important to be in the moment as much as we can. That's what I love about solo travel. It forces you to live in the moment and be in the present as you become mindful of each action that you take. Whether that's looking for your accommodation, admiring architecture in a back street that you just stumbled across, or taking a long bus journey staring out at the landscape flashing past. It's a never-ending learning curve that teaches us something new about ourselves and being conscious and mindful of each moment allows us to absorb the experience and fully immerse ourselves within where we are. Travelling alone can be life-changing and it allows us to grow as a person, increasing our self-confidence and self-esteem. If we can embrace the transformation that solo travel brings in every single moment, we can help to inspire and empower other women to travel solo too. So there you go. There are 10 easy ways on how to be a conscious traveler. And one person really can make a difference and cause a ripple effect. If your resolution for this year was to make an impact and change the way that you travel, I hope that these tips have just shown you how simple it can be. If you like these actions, I've actually created a Girl About the Globe Conscious Travel Pledge. All you have to do is go to the link in the notes, put in your name and email address, pledge to be a conscious girl about the globe, and in return, I will email you a personal solo travel card with discounts on more than 25 solo female-friendly brands. This virtual solo travel card is absolutely free, and I just want to give you discounts because I know how overwhelming it can be to know which company to choose or which brands to go with. And with my own personal mission of wanting to create 100,000 conscious girls about the globe before the year 2025, I want to give you a card for free just for your commitment on taking the pledge. And you can actually find out the 10 ways to be a conscious traveller in 2022 on the Girl About the Globe blog. Don't forget to subscribe as well to get your free virtual solo travel card. I'm going to be adding many more discounts to it this year. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlaboutheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.